0: podcasting worldwide from vancouver canada Canada. welcome back to the personal process podcast the show that takes you through the growth hardship self-discovery lessons and stories of individuals who achieved success in their own personal path trust the process Welcome back to the Personal Process Podcast. My name is Parham, and today we're going to talk about how to never feel social anxiety ever again. So that's a pretty bold statement. And, you know, who is this guy talking to Why should you trust him? Well, let's go through a couple of accolades, accomplishments, things I've done to show that I'm good at talking to people and also show kind of where some of these lessons came from. So when I was a kid, I moved to seven different schools and, you know, prior to the age of 18. And because of this, I was always the new kid in school. The new kid never had any new friends or sorry, he always had new friends and he never had a friend group to work with. What this would cause me to do is always step out of my comfort zone, say hi, you know, probably make a couple blunders here and there. And after that, you just get your repetitions in. You speak to people from various backgrounds, ethnic groups, um, you know, socioeconomic statuses, and you get a kind of feel for how to speak to people, and your fear slowly dissipates. Beyond this, you know, I've always been into public speaking. I have pretty much minimal fear when it comes to this. I jump at most opportunities when it comes to speak. Obviously, there are times where I get a little bit anxious too. That's just a normal part of the game, but I never let this be something that stops me. In addition to this, I've done work as a marketing representative at uh, my university where I approached people right before class where they're probably, you know, a little bit uh, short on time. You know, it's like a five, 10 minute break in between class. I approached thousands of people trying to pitch them on their, uh, sorry, our crash course services. And I've actually ran for election numerous times at my university where I was a director for student society. And in addition, I was also a senator for a university. So in this, I approached a lot of people. Hey, my name is Parham. I'm running for this position. How's it going? And I got to meet a lot of people. Obviously, this does come with rejection. I didn't, you know, talk to everyone and they didn't all love me. Some people, you know, looked at me funny. Some people didn't like me. But at the end of the day, I wasn't afraid of this situation. So... If you are someone who's socially anxious or someone who's scared to talk to new people, you've picked the right video. So let's jump into it. I'm going to tell you exactly what the problem is right now. And when I tell you, it's going to hit you like a hammer. You are overthinking it. Let's say there's someone that you want to talk to and you're trying to formulate the best sentence to say to them. Let's say, you know, you're a male and you're attracted to females. So you're thinking, okay, what can I say? Maybe I should compliment her clothes. Maybe I can talk about her hair. Maybe I could just say that I like her. And you get wrapped around these ideas. You think about what happens after, what happens if they don't like you, what happens if they do like you. And before you know it, Couple of situations happen. The person that you wanted to talk to is gone. You, or the next option is that you have built this notion so much in your head that you now have an inability to execute on an idea. And thirdly, you just do nothing because you're so enmeshed in the what ifs rather than doing. You see, the difference that I believe I have and individuals who don't have social anxiety is we don't analyze what we say. We just say and talk. I don't worry about if that person is going to like me. You know, I don't worry about if I'm public speaking, how much my tone should be, or these kind of things. You know, particularly when I'm doing a speech, I may think of the odd thing that I'd want to, you know, say that that wasn't something that I meant to say, or perhaps I could have worded it a little bit better, and I would rephrase that and mention what I wanted to mention. But I think ultimately it is believing that we're enough and believing that if we want to do something, we can do it. So one example to show, and I think it illustrates pretty well with our... um example with the man approaching the woman to you know strike up a conversation one day I was out with a friend I saw these uh, two ladies who I fancied I thought they were pretty attractive and I decided to talk to them and I was just having some fun with my buddy we were just uh, having a night on the town and <laughs> I kid you not I did like a little spin move and I went up to them just like torpedo now these individuals are having some Ben and Jerry's ice cream and I was like how's it going after that And sorry, it wasn't even like that. I did the torpedo and the first thing is, oh my God, how's it going? Do you want some ice cream? So not only did I get to talk with these uh, individuals and have a fun exchange with them, but I got some free ice cream. I mean, that's something that is awesome, especially if it's Ben and Jerry's. If you're from BC, you got to represent. So I think that's just one example. It's not what we say. It is just our vibe. It is how we communicate ourselves. And I think this is a nice segue into the fact that the words that you say are such a small part of it. It is your enunciation. It is your body language, how we are put into a room. And when you put so much pressure on yourself, I mean, you're kind of doomed to fail, aren't you? So next time you see someone that you want to talk to, whether it's a classmate that you just want to meet because you need someone to have your back in case you miss something or it is someone that you fancy romantically. By just putting yourself out there, saying hello, introducing yourself, and not thinking too much of it, you're going to put that person at ease. And Another thing that I think is important to think about here is when you are overthinking all of these, I think somehow other people can feel your kind of vibe on this. At least in my experience, I've noticed that when I talk to people who are very tense, I get a little bit tense as well. And I think that's just a natural way that humans communicate with one another. So you can put people off just based on your own overthinking. and. All you needed to do was do a little simple torpedo move. And I'm, I'm I'm kidding here. And for those listening on the podcast, when I say the torpedo move, I'm literally just swinging my arm and like doing a little rotation, doing a little 360 while I'm standing up. And, uh, you know, it really doesn't matter. No one really, how can I phrase this? People are very concerned with themselves. They're not going to notice the minor details in what you say. And, you know, maybe there could be a better way of wording how you can say hi to someone and maybe there could be a worse way but it will tell you definitively the worst of this is if you do nothing because the person that you want to talk to is now not there and you're overthinking in your head and then you're analyzing it after the fact man I should have gone why didn't I go then you can feel shame from that and this is a cycle that repeats you know when I went to um, I think it was some sort of party maybe it was a birthday party or something like that I had a friend who was very socially anxious and he noticed after I was talking to people, I'm just like, hey, how's it going? My name is Mara. I'm nice to meet you. Just going down the line and just introducing myself having a time. He's was like, wow, that was so nice. How did you do that? And I didn't even think of this. Like that wasn't even a thought in my head. I'm just like, huh, okay, that's a compliment. I'll take that. I'll put that in the pocket. And, uh, you know, it's nowadays that I'm thinking about it, that it makes sense. Because I think when you focus on one thing, you're giving your brain a um, reason to stall right? And I'm reading this book right now called Psycho-Cybernetics, and essentially the author, Dr. Maxwell Maltz, I may be wrong on that. I'll edit it on the description below if I am. But he's a plastic surgeon, and essentially he noticed that when performing cosmetic surgeries to make individuals objectively nicer, a small subset of a group would say that after the surgery that did make them objectively nicer, they found that they are not feeling as such. And this got the author thinking. And he essentially went into a psychological report where, not a report, he went to uh, a journey trying to understand what the caused this. Essentially, and I'm not finished the book yet, I think I'm about a third of the way in, but it's when your mind focuses on something, it will not let you go forward. So for example, if we focus on what to say, our brain's going to stall in that position. It's going to think about all these unique things. But if we just want to go talk and we do it, we're good to go. So I think this is an important aspect of it because, you know, ultimately, if we just focus on one certain step, it's going to forget about all the other steps in between. We need to be free flowing and, you know, thinking critically is important. And what the author talks about is just have a goal in your mind and, you know, think about your critical plans. But after that decision is made, don't look back on it. Don't say I should have done this or I should have done this that. Let yourself be free. And this can be on bad decisions that you've made as well. Perhaps maybe there was a friend that you didn't treat the best when you should have been there for them. You know, take that lesson, but don't dwell on it. Learn what you need from it and move on. And whatever happens in life, we need to make sure that we're able to express ourselves and move. Because if we don't, we're we're stuck. We're trapped in a paradigm that we may not want to be ourselves. And in the social anxiety concept, it can cause us to be paralyzed, and you know if we don't take action and talk to the person, this is a cycle that comes in again. And there was another study that I learned from in one of my education classes, where essentially individuals who are having their parents call in to makes them uh, skip a speech. They had I think it was a self-reported measure of their anxiety, but for the next speech that came up when they measured their anxiety, they noticed the individuals who called in to to make their kids be sick for a speech. A lot of people have done it. Um, They found that those people had higher levels of anxiety. How does this play into social anxiety? Well, let's say you want to speak to someone and you're thinking about it, but you don't go for it. Or maybe you say, oh no, but you're still thinking about it. This is a conscious decision. The next time you're going to do this, you're going to think about the failure that you just had. So if there's someone that you want to talk to, just say hi. Because at the end of the day, you can't control what happens. You can only control what you do. And do you want to ever have remorse on what if or think about what if I talk to that person? Because it is just a simple hello that can really change your life. One connection can connect you to many, many people and many opportunities, whether in the physical world, in the digital world, or anything in between. So, with that said, Thank you again for joining the Personal Process Podcast. If this is your first episode joining us today, make sure you hit that like button if you enjoyed the video. If you are on the podcast listening with us, make sure you give us a review and subscribe if you like this type of content and maybe tell a friend or two. And with that said, I hope you have a lovely day and trust the process. Cheers.